Hey everybody, welcome to High School Game On, our football podcast. I'm Drew Markle from the Intel and the Courier Times, and, and I'm joined by longtime WNTV play-by-play, uh, play-by-play guy, Daryl Dobis. We, we were off last week, but we're back, and hard to believe, Daryl, and I, you know how fast this the season goes. So we're in week ten of this of the season. That's it. You know, you, a lot of teams this week. You, you got to win if you want to make the district playoffs. If you lose, you may be out. You're need. You're probably gonna need some help and some from other games. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a like a whirlwind week after a you know what is always a whirlwind season that that disappears in a blink. Seems like you just asked me yesterday if I would do this podcast with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure. I'm, 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 I might be regretting you saying yes. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think I'm regretting me saying yes. Uh, <laughs> although, although not the way our picks have been going, we've been pretty solid on those. Um, yeah. You know, the the only bummer is uh, you know not being able to actually get out and do the games. You know, you've at least gotten to see them. Uh, right. I uh, I won't really get to see some of these teams in action, uh, except for the occasional CB West game until the the state semis when. Uh, I get to call them for the NFHS network. So it's uh, it, it's been a weird year uh, on this end, but it's been nice to have a, a kind of a hand in sure. the uh, in the high school football uh, working with you. So I do appreciate it. No, I have to go there. I mean, this is, you know, you there, there's no doubt you know your stuff and you, it's been a, a huge, uh, a huge help in, in doing this whole thing. But let's tell you what, let's, let's get to it. You know, we'll start with, um, Let's look at the, we'll look at the district playoffs in in 6A in district 1 and in 5A in district 1 they both start next week and in both the top 16 teams from the district will get in. When you take a look Darrell, at 6A, you know, the North Penn's way up there, Quakertown's way up there. What what are your impressions? Well, I'm going to give some props first of all to the uh, Prince of PowerPoints, uh, Kyle Berger. Uh, uh, you I, got that right. Uh, my, my old uh, my old uh, uh, Running comrade at, uh, yeah. at WNPV. He was on the air with uh, Jeff Nolan, Kevin Cooney. They've got the scoreboard show back on in WPHT, 1210, uh, starting 10 o'clock on, uh, on Friday. Yeah, they're uh, they're doing a great job with that. Always fun uh, hearing them. Uh, it'll be good if I get to get a chance to work with them again. Uh, but he was on uh, last week, this past Friday, and uh, they were discussing 6A. And he said something quite interesting. Now, if you look at the numbers, I, I mean, I'll trust Kyle completely. But yes. if you look at the numbers, it seems awfully weird. He said there is a very good chance, and you can go to PIAA, the number one, dot org, and then search into football to, to see. Right now, the top 16 teams are more than likely going to be the 16 teams in the playoffs no matter what happens this week. Really? Now, I did That is I, hard to believe. That is hard to believe. Now, I heard that. Now, there is a possibility – and one of the games we're going to pick, we talked off air, um, Satterton and Ben Salem, they are 15 and 16 respectively, and they are going to play each other at Satterton this Friday. Haverford is sitting at four and five. Downingtown West is sitting at four and five. Um, West, I, I won't get into all the details. I don't even know all the details. Nice. But West right now, percentage-wise, is 10 points uh, behind Ben Salem. Haverford is five. Now, from if I heard Kyle correctly, and God knows I've misheard a lot of people, right. um, if I heard Kyle correctly, he said Ben Salem is the only one at risk, but even that, there has to be a lot of help for Haverford. Okay. Obviously, they have to win, 
and get Ben Salem to lose. But um, if I heard Kyle correctly, unless the, the, the dominoes don't fall the way they should, Ben Salem's actually going to get in for the first time ever and more than likely as a 16, unless, of course, they beat Satterton. And, again, yeah. I'll let – let Kyle do all the, the calculations on that. He's he's much better than anybody really we've had before. And yes, he's always yes, yes. he's always ahead of the game. Yes. But but you're looking at seeds may change a little bit, but it looks like pretty much the 16 that are that are listed, uh, of which uh, you know, of the locals, North Penn is one, Quakertown is or excuse me, North Penn is two, uh, Quakertown is five, uh, CB West is nine, CB East is 11, Penridge is 10, CB South is 14, and then you have Satterton and Ben Salem. There are a lot of teams from our coverage area mm-hmm. that uh, that are in right now, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see if, if Ben Salem can actually win or lose, hangs on to that last spot. Well, that, that you rattle off those names, and obviously, you know, and we've, we've talked about them, you know, often, you know, which one of these is not like the other, it you know, there's a, the North Pens and the Quaker Towns and the, the those teams you know, and the Penridges. We see them in the playoffs, you know, almost year after year. But what with Ben Salem, I mean, that is, you know, that is remarkable. And I don't. Okay, if, if they get if they get in as a 16 seed, and they've got to go to Garnet Valley and face that juggernaut. Okay, whatever. You know, the fact that you that they could they could get in is, is just remarkable. And you know, it's. Their first year coach, Alex Houston. I mean, what a what a job turning that around. Um, you know, they so haven't. Quickly. Yeah, they haven't been. And I, I could be off on this. They haven't been into any kind of playoff system since the old Lower Bucks County League days back in the late seventies. Well, Maybe late- the early 80s. They're, they haven't been in the postseason. Now, there hasn't really been a postseason right. until the states came along in like 87, 88. But still, there was Lower Bucks County League until the Suburban One kicked in. And But they were they were an afterthought, you know, even record-wise, even in, 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 you know, in the conference. They were an afterthought half the time. And for them to finally make that move to even be in the running right, right now exactly. in Week 10 is – Man, kudos to the house. That's just that, that's you know that's fantastic. It really is. They're lastly, as you as you said, with that old lower bucks league. You know, we're both you know lower bucks. You know, is when we grew up. Their last title, nineteen seventy seven. There you go. I got it right. Yeah, I mean, you know, think that's, about that's crazy. that. It, it's it's crazy, and you know, and yeah, of course, Nishamni is a juggernaut. Normally, Ben uh, Pensbury is. Uh, normally a juggernaut. Rock is in the mix as well right. when they were just Council Rock. I mean, those were the three biggies. Tennant was in the mix uh, in the in the early to mid '80s uh, as well. So you know, there are some teams that just have always been there, and Ben Salem has not been in that group. You know, Truman wasn't until a couple of years ago, and they finally got uh, into the postseason, which was great to see. So if, if Ben Salem, man, can you imagine? Sometimes you just need to win to get some energy into the program and if they can get this even if they get bombed by garnet valley which is who it looks like they would get okay um uh they could get north penn again if they beat satterton and north penn holds it too um you know they could get north penn but man could you imagine just just the fact that hey we're in i I know there's no trophies for for participation but but this is saying something for a program that just hasn't even come close to oh, success. No. And, you know, 
I, I'm sure you you feel the same way. I'm not a big fan of moral victories, but no, this this is one. <laughs> you know, just like you said, just getting in is just a colossal step forward. Absolutely you know, for that program. All right, well, so Darrell, we'll get to our. You know, when you look at it, though, you, we could you can look down the road. I mean, ideally, you know, you you finish as a as a top four seed with that that'll get you you know a couple of home games um you want to be in the top eight if you can that gets you a first round home game we've, we've got a couple teams uh you know close to doing that on the bubble but you know we'll see i mean but again i remember, I remember dick beck always the north penn coach would he would tell me every year he goes he goes i don't care if you know is if we finish as the top seed or the number 16 seed as long as we get in you know, and then you, you can go and you can take it from there. So, well, his first title, I think, is in the districts. He was an eight seed when it was just eight. So, if I'm not mistaken, he went in as an eight seed and then ran the table into the into the states. Right. So, uh, you know, yeah, you got to get in first. You can't win unless you're in. Correct. You know, even Ben Salem would have a shot, you know, sure theoretically, because you're in. Right. You know, it, it's football. The ball bounces weird. Somebody, God forbid, gets hurt. Sure. The weather changes. Anything. You know, all of a sudden it's, it's another, it, it just adds a whole new element. So if you're in, you got a shot, you know, even if it's a, even if it's a minimal shot, you got a shot. Yeah, you do. Yes, you absolutely do. All right, Darryl, let's take a quick look at some of, um, before we get to our picks, let's take, uh, we got a couple of, you know, last week of the season, some rivalry games, good stuff. We'll start with uh, Council Rock South at Council Rock North. I mean, both are two and seven didn't obviously didn't have the seasons they wanted. But you know, you win this game, it it it, it kind of cures a lot of ills. I mean, what do you, you know? What do you like there? Yeah, this is this is leading to be one of the situations where the the split north and south it's got, it's kind of catching up to them a little bit here. And that you put them both together, you might have you'll probably have a stronger program split up. I mean, it happened to West when South came along, sure. Um, and actually, South struggled early and then got stronger. They were the bigger of the two schools. West lost bodies. Right now, it's a matter of bodies here for both of these schools. They're just not—they're not generating um, from their feeder programs uh, enough help, right. and uh, and that's where it's got to start. They've got to get help from those feeder programs, and hopefully they will. I mean, Council Rock, when I played, uh, always tough. Uh, I was lucky enough to be on a team that beat them both my years, and uh, but still, that didn't mean it was easy. Right. You know, they 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 knew how to play. They were well coached. They were well disciplined. And uh, and they brought it uh, every week, and uh, it'll it'll be good to see um, one of if not both uh, council rocks in the mix. If I, in fact, if I'm not, not mistaken here again, there's my favorite line: not mistaken. <laughs> um, once Council Rock South was a top seed in the district, yeah. lost the title to no uh, North Penn, and one time Council Rock North ended up being undefeated and the top seed, and I believe they got bounced in round one. They got upset. I want to say it was by Abington. I believe you're right. Um, oh, my God. I'm right. Two for two. Nice. There you go. Um, there you go. It, it's been that kind of year, Drew. We've been I getting know. them right. <laughs> With that kind of, the Powerball, here we come. Holy cow. Yeah, I wish. Sorry. I'd rather get all these wrong Get Powerball, right? <laughs> True. Um, but, you know, so – but that was that was years ago. Um, you know, they have just not been the same since here. Now, as for the game, you almost have to go with South. North is just – South has usually had the better offense. North yeah. has just struggled on both sides. Right. Um, and I believe their two wins have come against teams under the 6A uh, umbrella. So uh, it, it's going to be fun and hard hitting because these guys know each other and they've, 
play with each other through, you know, middle school and, and, sure. and all that. So, um, you know, these, these kind of rivalry games uh, can be real fun because it's in the same school district. There's a, there's going to be a lot of chatter going on, but between these two schools. Yes. Now, and we'll, now the next one, um, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about CB West and CB East later when we get to our picks. I mean, cause that game has not only the huge rivalry, obviously, but a lot of you know district implications. You played in this game as a, as a Pensbury grad. Uh, I'm a Nishamini grad. You know it, it's Nishamini one and eight this year. Pensbury zero and nine. Very 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 uncharacteristic from both teams. But you know you you were in that locker room, Daryl. You know d- does a, a win over Nishamini, you know, for Pensbury or a win for Nishamini over, you know, for, you know what I'm saying? Right. Does a win for Pensbury over Nishamini you know, or win or the other way around, how much does that help? Well, what do they say about Alabama, Auburn? You could lose every game all season long, but as long as you beat Alabama or Auburn, whoever side you're on, you know, you're fine. Your job's secured. Um, You know, it's kind of that way, but again, it comes down to, you know, moral victories. It'll get you through the winner. Okay. You know, if, if you win this game, it'll be a sour t- – it's already going to be sour for both these programs, knowing that they're not in the postseason or at least fighting for a spot. But if you can – there's that little – there's that little boost in your in your winter time that can say, especially when these two teams see each other on the wrestling mat or in basketball, they'll be like, okay, fine, but we got you, Okay, you know, when it counted. Um, and especially for Pensbury to get the win – um, I do not know when they have been winless. Um, I, I could not. I, I hear you. Unless it was like at the beginning of football where maybe they were 0-3 and and that you know, cause right. you only played three games. Um, right. And the same for the Chamonix. I know when they've had two wins, I've never known them to ever be winless. Now they're not winless, but still this would be the lowest win total ever for the Chamonix if they lose. Right. And obviously for Pensbury, uh, at minimum, it would tie the worst, sure. although I think it would be the worst. Uh, especially over a 10-game stretch. So these are these are uh, things that are going to also enhance uh, this rivalry a little bit in the fact that we don't want to be that team. You know, right. the Shamney's going to want to be that team to say, we made you go winless. Pensbury's going to say, okay, we only won one game, but guess what? We kept you from, you know, what could have been, you know, your worst, or we made you your worst season right. ever. Sure. So there's, there's that added incentive as well. Um, when I got to play, uh, the numbers were down a little bit. Uh, Nishami was coming off of a, actually a, a three and seven or even a two and eight season the year before Dick Bettison came along, brought the wishbone, did a fantastic job with that program, resurrected it. Um, a lot of talent through Nishamini over the years. Um, we were running, we were coming off of my junior year anyway, we were coming off of a loss to Tennant uh, in the final. We had actually had a playoff against Tennant at okay. Ben Salem, lost uh, a tough one uh, there. But Jim Dundella at the helm uh, for us, we went in. It was 12 nothing was the final. We ended up beating the Chamonix at Heartbreak Bridge. Over 10,000 there. Oh, yeah. the, the largest crowd we had ever played in front of. And, and we drew them at Falcon Field. Uh, sure. The following year, another 8,500, 9,000 at Falcon Field. That one was 14-7. Uh, that one wasn't under the lights like uh, the junior year. That was fun. Uh, but, uh, you know, great, cloudy, windy day, total football weather, down to the last couple minutes. 
Um, it, it was it was a lot of fun, and I think more so now with all these rivalry games. Again, the kids know each other better, whether it be through social media, whether it be through right. playing multiple sports, whether it be going to camps, uh, whether it be playing uh, like AAU ball for baseball or basketball. Um, so there's a friendly part to the rivalry, and then there's an I want to kill you part to this rivalry. Right. Sure. And I'll guarantee you there's a little more, especially with the Shamity Pensbury, I want to kill you. Yeah. No, I <laughs> but, got you. But it's always it's always it's clean. It, it was always clean. It's hard hitting, and it is intense from from whistle to gun. It, it's just it's a lot of fun if you can be at a Pennsbury Chamonix game when they're really, especially when they're really good. But when they're really going at it, uh, it's it's kind of hard to beat that that rivalry. Absolutely. All right, Daryl. I'll tell you what. Let's get in. Let's go into our picks, and we'll, we're we're going to touch on obviously some of these rivalry games too. Um, you know, we go in, <laughs> we'll keep doing this, Daryl, through the playoffs, so then we can be exposed for the for, for the frauds that we are when it comes to these things. We but, might just start picking, like, the NFL and stuff at this point. I, We've been so hot. I, you know, <laughs> you'd like, if we could, we could, we could become a tout service, but to make some money. But uh, we're, we're both 27-5 and five, uh, for the season, coming off – you know, a four and one week from two weeks ago. We didn't have the, we didn't do the show last week, but you know, we'll pick a bunch of games uh, and hopefully we'll keep it going. I'm, I mean, it's been, it's been a nice run. So let's get, you know, we're going to, we'll kind of run through these as quick, quickly as we can. But Got let's it. start with that. Let's start with that Council Rock South uh, at Council Rock North game on Friday. Yeah. If you had to give me a score, what do you think? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Council Rock North has had tr- troubles on offense. They've won games six nothing and, uh, you know, the, the teams they're beating are not upper echelon teams. Not that South has been, you know, blowing wind up anybody's skirt either. But um, I think South's offense just a little bit better. Uh, this one is going to be uh, – you're going to see some trick plays. You're going to see some uh, some different things trying to keep the other team off balance. I am going to go with South. I will go uh, – I'll go 21-13 in favor of the Golden Hawks. All right. Well, we have our – our, our first uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> again, it'll be, it'll be close, uh, you know, and it should be rivalry game should be close. I'm going to, I like, I like council rock North here. I'm going to say a little goofy score, but council rock North 15 to 12. That's now, goofy. I think, now this next one, Daryl, I, I think we, uh, not that we could ever be accused. Well, we, we actually could be accused of being homers, but that's okay. Um, Nishamini at Pensbury. What do you think? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my my uh, Pensbury card here. They're gonna take oh, my, you, di- oh, my they're 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 gonna take my diploma on this one. It, it does me no joy to say this. Nishamni's gonna win this one. Okay. Jeff Nolan will be happy. He's he's like I finally joined the bandwagon. He always talks about the orange and black right. being evil. And I said you're a Flyers fan, Jeff. Shut up. True. Um, but it just I know they they put up a fantastic effort against Abington last week. The problem was is that uh, they gave up 22 points in the final nine minutes yeah. and ended up losing by a point. Um, this team just it, it just has it's been slipping gears all season long, and maybe they're getting it at the right time. Um, you know, the the former Falcon in me hopes so, but um, the Chamonix, I think they've had the better of it the last couple of years in this and. I just I think they're going to walk into Falcon Field and they are going to come away with a win. Uh, Pensbury will probably score a couple late, make it look interesting. 
the Chamonix, they come off a 27-3 loss to West last week. Their offense has been struggling too. Uh, this is probably going to be like a 14-7 game, somewhere in that neighborhood. I'll give it a little more. I'll make it 17. Uh, we'll go 17-13 favor of the Redskins. All right, we're close on this one, Darren. And again, maybe I am coming across as a being in the Chamonix grad and being a homer, but you know, it was. Oh, I did not know that. I did all those years. I did not know you were in well, Chamonix grad. I guess that's good. It was, you know, high school is the best nine years of my life, Darren. <laughs> but um, you know, I again, I, I agree with you. Very close, but I'm going to say in the Chamonix uh, twenty to thirteen. All right, so a, a good one also on Friday. Two two uh, two heavyweights. Wood playing versus LaSalle over at Wissahickon. You know, that, that's this, these are two excellent teams. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still deciding now. I mean, what do you think? Uh, I mean, LaSalle, Wood's been tested. LaSalle's been tested. You know, this is, like you said, this is one of those ones that, um, you know, both teams uh, forget the five and three record. Uh, I mean, in St. Joe's Prep's record isn't, you know, perfect, right. but they've been battle tested. Yes. Both these teams have been battle tested. I think the biggest key to this, though, is they got to get out of this healthy because it's okay. just going to be a nightmare trying to get through the Catholic League to get out of 6A. I mean, there are a lot of teams in 5A right now that are sending the PIAA thank you cards for kicking for that rule that helped kick wood up to sure. 6A right now. Sure. Um, but yeah, this is this is going to be a butte. Uh, both teams with speed, both teams with power, both teams can play defense. Um, I, I would I would just have to say right now I think LaSalle has the edge. Uh, that is not to say that Wood can't win this thing. This is like a 51-49 percentage kind of thing, and uh, you know however the weather is and the winds blowing can change things. But I like LaSalle's um, speed. Uh, I, I like their running backs. Um, I, I think they're going to be able to put up some points and they'll put up enough. Uh, I've got the explorers and we will give this one a uh, 24 to 20 win in favor of LaSalle. Okay. We agree again. I mean, and we also agree on a close one. I think LaSalle can put up the points against wood in this spot that I'm going to go uh, LaSalle 27, 19. If it comes down to kicking, by the way, Archbishop Woods kicker, I, I saw it against Ryan a couple of weeks back. He can hit from 50-plus. So if he's got no wind in his face on that turf, a good plant, yeah, he could uh, he could make the difference if it comes down to a field goal. So uh, LaSalle's got to make sure they are last with the ball. Gotcha. That's a nice, unbelievable weapon to have in, in a high school game. Uh, all right, Darrell, we look at um, – North Penn undefeated nine and zero. I'm sure they want to go ten and zero. They want they want to they'd love to get that top spot, but like you said earlier, it doesn't look that way if Garner Valley keeps going. But North Penn at CB South, two you know two looks like two district playoff teams, um, and who knows how things fall? You know they, they maybe they might play again next week. But what do you what do you think? Yeah, that'd be the same as 2019 when uh, CB West had their great run. And ended up upending North Penn. Um, North Penn lost a couple times that year. One of them was a surprise win in a shootout, you know, like 35-30 against uh, against CB South, and that actually made North Penn a nine seed eventually because it was like the next to last game. CB South became the eight seed, hosted North Penn in the first round of districts, and well, North Penn said, "All right, fine, you got the regular season. We'll take the postseason," and and throttled them. Um, 
North Penn has been playing closer games in conference this year. They have not been dominating teams. I mean, they would turn around. They would dominate Central Bucks West. They would dominate Penridge. They would dominate. They're not. They didn't even dominate Satterton and Satterton lost its best player in the game. Um, they're winning. They're they're right. winning with some comfort, but they're not the North Penn that you know your grandpa's North Penn. Uh, North Penn, I think, will win this one. Uh, I think CB South just not quite fast enough to deal um, with the uh, with the with the speed that North Penn has. North Penn's offensive line has been playing well. Their defense has been solid enough, and they're going to come out of this one. It will be like I said at South. They will travel uh, to Warrington and they will head back to Lansdale with a twenty-six to fourteen win over CB South. Again, Darrell, we <laughs> we we don't we we don't talk about this or picks our scores before this. This is all done, you know, you know, separately. But I agree with everything you said, and I like North Penn twenty-eight seventeen there. All right, all right. Let's look at um, and we talked about this one uh, briefly earlier. Ben Salem at Satterton. This one's going to be sneaky fun, I think. Um, you know, don't let factor five and four each, and they're in the bottom of the district sixteen. Uh, fool you here, Satterton. Um, they've been scuffling, uh, you know, through injury and, and a tough schedule. Ben Salem has been scuffling just for respect, and I think they've gotten it. Um, they, they've come up with some wins in some ways uh, that maybe were unexpected, but um, Ben Salem has seemingly put the program in the right direction, and uh, and I am happy for them. That being said. Uh, I am a fan of Ed Gallagher. Ed Gallagher has been there through the tough times. He has been in this spot more times, I think, than any other coach okay. where he has he has needed a win in, say, the last two games to avoid a 5-5, five and five, to avoid getting bumped from the postseason. Uh, so this is an area – sometimes he's done it, sometimes he hasn't. But he has been in this spot more often. Um, he's got a, a wing tee that is just different. Uh, unless you have seen it a lot, Ben Salem has not seen it a lot. So I, I would go with Ed Gallagher here. Ben Salem is going to give it the good old college try. Satterton is going to secure their spot for sure in the postseason. They are going to get the win, and Ben Salem is going to have to hope that uh, the perfect storm doesn't happen behind them right. because uh, Big Red is going to come away here. We will call it a 28-14 win over the Owls. Gotcha. And some nimble, uh, you know, some nimble footwork by Southerton and Cheltenham last week. Both of them had forfeits, you know, and they got together and said, "Let's play." And they had a good game. Southerton edged them, but you know, instead of, you know, every point is big. You know, you try with the with the you know the power points, and Southerton was going to play Hatboro, which you know was forfeiting and hadn't won a game, so they weren't going to gain much from that. So they and they Cheltenham had also had a forfeit against New Hope Solbury. So they said, hey, let's play. And I love when that happens. You know, there's no competitive competitive advantage because you, you had no idea you were playing the other guy. So, and they went and did it. And that, that's, you know, that that's a cool thing to do. And, and that could have hurt, a loss could, not to interrupt you, a loss could have hurt Satterton too. Sure. Because both teams, right? Yeah, yeah. Both, well, not only that, but both teams are sitting in the 15th spot. And based on the point totals as of today, Percentage-wise, they're 15 percentage points clear of number 16, Interboro, and even more from 17, Wissahickon. Meanwhile, Satterton, even with the win, ends up just a couple percentage points ahead of Ben Salem. 
Exactly. So, so a loss could have put Southerton not only at 16, could have put them even behind Haverford at 17. So, uh, you know, they, they got it. That was a must win back then. Sure. Uh, I'll tell you what, in that game, though, I'm, I, it'll be close. I think it'll be a little closer than you think. I'm going to take Southerton 21 20. So, and Darrell, we'll get to our last game and you know, talk about, uh, you know, we could have thrown this right in the rivalry thing, but because of the district playoff implications, CB West seven and two against you know six and three CB East at one o'clock over at East on Saturday again. You know, talk about an, an enormous you know rivalry. We talk with the East and West kids. You know, they like they like to beat South, but it's not the same intensity. By it's not even close. This one, you know, the the bragging rights and everything that you, we talked about earlier. We we get to do it again with with these two. Well, this is the old Thanksgiving Day rivalry. It's a shame it, it, it isn't played on Thanksgiving I mean, anymore. It absolutely is an absolute shame it's not played on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they used to turn out 12, 14,000 over at War Memorial. I never got to see one of those games personally. Uh, I did. They, they, they were done well before I moved into the area. But, uh, you know, but you heard about them. You saw it on, on the news. And it was just it just seemed – it was one of those things I wish – I got to experience as a reporter uh, when I was with the Courier uh, covering – some Thanksgiving Day games. I've gotten it calling some games. You get that that feel, but it's not the same to play it. I, I, it's the one thing I wish we did. I would have loved to have been to Shamity Pensbury uh, on Thanksgiving. That now that's a that's a top. Trust me, we'll get to that topic for another day. <laughs> that that would have been will. yeah yeah that that have been cool. But this is still worth something. They're only separated by two spots. West is nine. East is eleven. Okay. East more than likely will not jump up into the top eight and get a home game. However, West could. Uh, skip over Conestoga with a little help. They're about uh, two percentage points ahead. Uh, again, Kyle Berger on Friday, WPHT, uh, come 11 o'clock. Uh, he'll be on the scoreboard show. Listen in on that. He'll give you the top 16. But uh, a win by – or he'll give you if West wins. I mean, West isn't going to play by then. Um, but I think th- this right now for a home game for West – Knowing how well they did two years ago, knowing how much they struggled last year, I think this one will mean more um, if they get this win because I think they will get into the top eight to get that home seed. Both are secured a spot in the postseason. This one, even though it is at East, um, and a couple years ago East throttled them at home, uh, I think West is going to return the favor in this case. They are going to win this one, and uh, the Bucks will come away. Even with all the chatter and everyone knowing each other, they're going to come away. Uh, we'll go with um, we'll, we'll go with twenty seven for the Bucks. They held Nishani to three. He's based them. Let's uh, we'll give uh, we'll give East 13. 27 thirteen. Uh, Donnelly's going to the postseason, but unfortunately, he's going on back to back losses. Okay, I uh, I got another again. I got another little bit a little tighter than that, and you know. Again, another thing we could talk about. I just want to. I'll just throw this in. You know, East has to play. East plays their home games on Saturdays because you know they can't have lights. They've had they've had you know some issues with neighbors and stuff that don't want them having lights. I really, you know, you really wish that could be remedied. You know, because to let them play, you know, five five football games in the fall under the lights on a Friday. I, I, night. I think I think it will be in the next few years. So keep your let, ears let's open. let's hope so. Because again, it, it it's it's just a different feel on a Saturday. Um, yep. you know, all around, but. I get off the soapbox. The this one is close, Darren. It should be close, and I think West pulls it out late, nineteen to seventeen. So, 
We shall see. Uh, but again, a lot of good stuff this this coming week, and that's the way it should be in week ten. You know, the, you you want rivalry games and you want playoff implications, and we got them. So that's it's good. I I, I appreciate again with I appreciate all your help. We will be you know we will we'll be back through the playoffs. You know, as our teams advance and you know and get eliminated and all that kind of thing. But uh, we're gonna have a lot of them next week. Yes, we are. Nothing wrong with that. So. Ooh. Uh, we appreciate you, you know, checking us out on the, the High School Game On podcast, and we will see you again next week.